We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir. Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not right no, now. No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Just look at that. He hit the fall. That gets a free stay. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right. Welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the podcast where all movies are sports movies. I am your host, Kyle Bandujo. Today we have a movie that is, I would say, long-awaited on this show as since I started it, uh, like three years and some change ago, I think, uh, patrons, listeners, whoever, people have told me I need to need to watch The Damn United. And it was on Netflix forever. I never got around to it. It's no longer on Netflix. I had to pay to rent this. But um, the patrons voted it in. Uh, they voted it to be covered in, in December. It is, if, you know you're listening to it day it drops it is now january as you're well aware at least i hope so uh and they you know the the patron said this is getting covered watch it and i'll be damned if i wasn't blown away uh excellent movie excellent guest my buddy brian gill returning to the show brian carries um a bit more premier league knowledge than i do uh in, in that being he he actually follows the sport i do not as much i'm i'm somewhat familiar but uh I, you know, if you haven't seen The Damned United, you don't need to know a whole lot about the world of, of European soccer to to enjoy this movie. A- incredible character piece. I, I was thrilled. Before we get into it, I want to shout out, we have a new patron, uh, Ethan Lavery, and uh, he might be getting another shout out next week when he, he messages me and says, uh, hey, you pronounced my last name wrong because that that's my thing. So uh, Ethan Lavery, Lavery. I'm not sure, but uh, big thanks to Ethan. Uh, definitely hit me up with that with that name pronunciation. But appreciate you supporting the show, and I want to shout out our Big Screen Sports Patreon group, our producer level Big Chill patrons. That is Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Trees, Chris Mykoski, John Craig, Sam Smith, Zach Rich, Jason Alba, Stephen Debeau, Classic Stadium Fire, and Kevin Inkelman. Big thanks to them and all of our patrons for supporting the show and voting on movies for this show to cover, like this movie. If you want to get that same say and vote on movies for the show to cover, we got two polls up right now for February for Rom-Com Month. Go to patreon.com slash bigscreensports. And uh, with that, let's talk The Damned United with Brian Gill. You lot may all be internationals, 
and have won all the domestic honours there are to win under Don Revy. But as far as I'm concerned, the first thing you can do for me is to chuck all your medals and all your caps and all your pots and all your pans into the biggest flipping dustbin you can find because you've never won any of them fairly. You've done it all by blooming cheating. All right, returning to big screen sports, one of my favorite guests, one of my oldest guests. He is the co-host of the Mad About Movies podcast and spread the floor, Brian Gill. Brian, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for calling me old. Appreciate it. Of course. It. It I, well, I'm uh, oldest in terms of has been on the show. It can be both. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah. I, I actually, I, I don't 40 think. in a few weeks and I'm, <laughs> I'm really feeling that right now. So it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> well, every, anytime I have, um, I've had Jeff Perlman on a few times and he's always mentioned like how much older he is than me. So you, I mean, you're, he's got a decade on you, I think at least. So. He does. He does. Perlman's great. Yeah, oh, the, the great, the great Jeff Perlman. Uh, before we dive into this movie that I, that I will say is one of just one of the coolest things about doing the show is the few times that I haven't seen something and watched it for the first time and loved it. Um, before we dive into that, Brian, tell the folks where they can find you, what you're up to at Mad About Movies, what you're up to at Spread the Floor. Yeah, Mad About Movies has been around. For, we were celebrating our 10th anniversary uh, later, I guess the very beginning of, of February. Uh, I've literally been crazy. in it longer than anyone besides Bill Simmons. Yeah, I think we were the second podcast. It's true. <laughs> um, we've, uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been it's been fun to kind of look back and think like, gosh, we were seriously been doing this for for 10 years. But yeah, once we do a weekly pod. The biggest movie usually in theaters or on streamers, um, and then we do a few other little fun things throughout the year, and then we have a you know we have a Patreon like like everybody else, we're, like we're everybody else, make that paper, um, and, uh, and yeah, we do a throwback episode in that usually something that's celebrating a something that's relevant a five year a twenty five year a fifty year anniversary something like that, and we do a retrospective series too, and that is going to be a lot of fun this year. Last year. We did a Denzel Washington retrospective, so we went through every single movie that he's that he did over his career and broke them down in, in every like five or six years. This year, the retrospective series is going to be um, on disaster movies, meaning nice. movies that were like huge flops or oh. <laughs> bankrupted a student. Some of them are disaster, disaster movies. Disaster, disaster movies. Disaster, so. disaster um, movies. But like, I really wanted to do like the movies that killed a studio like that kind of, mm-hmm. of bad financial bet or had like major off-screen issues and things like that um and so I'm, for example we're talking like that. battlefield earth john carter so those type yeah of movies. yeah yeah so battlefield earth we actually did a review on that at the during the the early stages of of covid when we were all naive to how this was was gonna go two weeks um, and back to work yeah that was- yeah exactly exactly <laughs> We did uh, bad movies. That was our whole thing for during when there were no movies in theaters. We did terrible, terrible movies. So we've done a Battlefield Earth episode. John Carter's one that's in the mix for later in the year. But like Cutthroat Island and Gili and mm. um, Heaven's Gate, which is like one of the most famous, infamous, like ter- weird stuffs happening behind the scenes. Cleopatra, things like that. Um, and I, I think it's going to just kind of dig into like what the crap happened with, uh, with these movies and, and the after effects of, of them coming out and stuff. So Love I that. think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good Love time. that. Yeah. Cause, uh, if, uh, folks, if you listen to last week's episode, which was, uh, in real time recorded like an hour and a half ago, uh, <laughs> Caroline said the phrase, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Highly recommend. So kind of <laughs> <laughs> movies like that. <laughs> Nice. Nice. And uh, and what's going on at Spread the Floor? 
just basketball talk, man. That's that's uh, I really love doing that show. It's fun. I love talking basketball with Tobin. I know he's been on this show. Um, he has since, so since last time. I the think the I was fun on. thing about Tobin, Tobin came on when we did Jackass a couple months back, as voted on by the Patreon group. And mm-hmm. I have an audio file that he sent me his local audio. So I have an audio file in my big screen sports folder that just says Tobin Jackass. <laughs> that always makes me giggle <laughs> when I see it. <laughs> yes. It fits in perfectly. Fits in perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Tobin, we talk basketball every week. We try to be uh like kind of I guess try to like find the the happy medium between um it was real cool when that happened last night in the NBA and like the deep nerd crap that that a lot of podcasts kind of turn into and we never talk about the MVP that's our other bit we're never going to talk about the MVP race because it's exhausting when it's like 10 games into an 82 game season and every podcast is who is the current MVP of the league I hate it it drives me crazy so we we try to avoid that kind of stuff but just try to have some fun while also being like relatively intelligent about basketball hopefully Love that move. Love that move. Uh, everyone go check out the shows. Make sure you're, you're getting on the, the Mad About Movies VIP feed. Well worth it. Uh, 10 years, man. So 2013 was y'all's first Oscars? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh-huh. Was that a good year? I can't remember. Yeah, that was a great year. Argo, Django. Oh, um, yes, we did, and, our, uh, did, we did Argo yeah, on the we show. Did Argo. Did we did yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, is, that, that year rules. But today, speaking of, speaking of Patreon groups, um, my... The, the Patreon group for Big Screen Sports, my beloved, the beloved Big Screen Sports supporters who have, have no name. You guys have the man fam. We, we have no name here. <laughs> um, for Since I started the show, I have been told multiple times, like, hey, you need to see Damned United. You need Damned United. Got to cover Damned United. And then it got nominated for the, page, the monthly Patreon poll where patrons can nominate some movies. It goes in a poll, and then the winner gets covered. Damned United... Damn United wins. And I'm like, okay, it's finally time to to see this movie. Like, I, you know, I don't watch a ton of soccer. Like, I get it. I wish, like, hell I could get into the Premier League, especially after uh-huh. watching this. But I just, I got a lot of other things going on. It's hard to, hard to wrap my head around. Sure. You know, love yeah. love Ted Lasso. Love love uh, <laughs> soccer content. And I heard it's good. You know, I saw the cast. Love a lot of people in this movie. Um, you know, I think Tom, Tom Hooper's made some really good movies. <laughs> His last is a... Could could probably go in your. He's been some really good movies and one great movie. <laughs> he's is been, what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> release release the butthole cut of cats. <laughs> um, and I I will say that man, I missed out on not watching this years ago because tonight we're talking about the Damned United, the 2009 biographical soccer drama, the story of the controversial Brian Cl- Cluffs is how they how they pronounce it a lot in the movie. Yeah, I read as Cloud Clough. Forty four day reign is the coach of the English football club Leeds United. Starred the great Michael Sheen, the great Timothy Spall, and Cole Meany. Ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And I, Brian, I I mean I'll just I'll throw it out there. This is this is one of the best soccer movies I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and just a, a damn fine sports movie. But we were kind of messaging before we started recording, like. Mm-hmm. Soccer is so untapped, and this might be yeah. the best use of it. I so I love soccer. Um, I grew up playing playing a, a fair amount of soccer, and um, and my dad was really into it too. And and so I I was a I was a relatively early adopter of the casual EPL viewing 
and then I just kind of like, I mean, I'm super into the NBA and that takes up most of my time, mm-hmm. including like my parenting and, uh, work life and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah. and I, but I, man, when world cup came along, gosh, I'm so, I'm so into this. I love this. It's so great. 2014 is when I really started I, the 2014 world cup. I had such a blast with, it. I was like, all right, I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to pick an EPL team. I'm going to get all in on this thing. Um, and I haven't looked back and I wish I had because I picked the stupidest team ever and it's been freaking miserable, but I can't, I'm one of those people that can't stop. It's like, I have, well, I picked this, so I have to keep this arbitrary choice that I made when I was an idiot. And, um, but I love, I mean, I, I love, I love watching soccer so much, Kyle, that I've gotten to a point because I am kind of an all or nothing person that like, I didn't watch it down of, uh, the, the, the college football championship this week. I barely watch the NFL anymore. I'm just like I it's it's not a uh, it's not like a moral choice or anything like that. It's just like I don't I don't really I guess I don't care enough um and my brain is too much taken up with with soccer and EPL and everything. To the point, there are like no soccer movies at all. And None. I I feel like None. there's it is a really untapped market that you could and by the way, it's the biggest sport in the world. So like you probably should maybe figure out how to how to put that on on film a little and bit. it's and it it looks great on film the the soccer movies that there are so on this show i've covered uh we, we did last year we did both bennett like beckham which is a pretty excellent okay. film uh-huh. uh she's the man the amanda Bynes yes. classic where yes. the soccer actually looks good they cast the people the cast people yeah. who could play and then um, Mean Machine, which is like the soccer version of Longest Yard starring uh, Vinnie Jones from our okay, favorite, okay. Gone in 60 yeah. Seconds, who was an actual <laughs> soccer uh-huh. player. It's it's just, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I can't name... There's the movie Victory from, I think, like the 70s or the 80s with Sly yeah. Stallone and Pele. Yeah. I, I, I can't name that many others. And like, the atmosphere of soccer is perfect for... And this isn't even a movie that's like, rah 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 root for the home team big yeah. chill moment at the end but soccer is so good for that it's funny it reminds me a lot of college football like the the parts i love about college football like local team you know root for your uh-huh. school every uh-huh. saturday beat your yeah. rival that thing and this movie does a really cool job of ex- you know kind of explaining that you know them being in brighton them being in derby and like being at these smaller towns mm-hmm. lifting these lifting these teams up i read a book earlier this year called the club or i guess earlier last year called the club mm-hmm. which is about like how the premier league became this huge cash cow and what it is now yes um recommended yeah. by a friend of the show michael jr and it, it was really interesting like about mm-hmm. you know the the money influence and how these became you know kind of like american sports teams now just like mm-hmm. investments for people but right. how beforehand and when this movie takes place, they were just these local clubs, usually again owned by someone wealthy, and it's just kind of like on a whim of this chairman and catching the white right, the right wave and being able mm-hmm. to scoop in the right players and lift this team to glory. And this is this movie is such an awesome look at how that happens. Like I could have watched a mini series on his run at Derby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I think that that's one of the um everybody everybody knows like if you're a sports fan at all you you know the terms relegation and promotion and all that kind of stuff that gets thrown around pretty frequently um with our with our pro leagues especially of like yeah it'd be really cool if you 
It's never going to happen. We I was all about know to that. say it like, gets thrown around all the time yeah. in American sports. Of we should do this, but we won't. right. Yes, we'll never do this. We'll never do this because it's less money, and that's you're an idiot if you think that any of these billionaires are going to give up a dollar. You know, um, let alone <laughs> loads and loads of money. But um, it is a perfect system. It's it's so, and it has totally been corrupted by the billionaire side of things and the investment ownership and and all of these sort of things. But um, especially at its like I would say it's apex as far as just like the clubs go and like the, the the promotion and relegation thing and the way the whole system is set up and stuff. It again, it has been kind of corrupted by the money and I don't know how you ever go back from that once you get to that point. But just the system itself is so awesome. And the 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 local club thing is such a cool concept that no one that we we have no we have no concept of this on on a pro or or really even like a college level it's it's i was trying to explain this to a buddy of mine who same thing was like he watched the world cup he really enjoyed it. he's like all right i, I want to get into this and i was trying to explain it to him it would be it's like like i live in the dallas fort worth metroplex but i don't live in dallas or fort worth i live in one of the little suburbs and i grew up in a different little suburb that's like you know connected to it and i was like it would be like if you lived you you live a mile and a half away from me and you are like hardcore like ready to have a fight about the Haltom City FC Haltom City and I'm over here with AFC North Richland Hills and 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 this is like my life or death it's such a I have a really cool uh print on my wall that has like a little graphic of every one of the clubs in in England up through like the fifth division or something like that and and it's just it's a it's such a it's 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 cool number one it's really cool it's fun it's kind of genius the way that that mm-hmm. the whole thing is set up and it's also and it's funny it's, it it's was cinematic like it's it, it it fits this this medium really well it's just funny that it's it hasn't really been been tapped like at all at it's all. funny that it wasn't set up for like this ultra capitalist. Yeah, if sports investment thing, it was just it was set up this way out of circumstance of the sport coming up and all these little towns making their mm-hmm. own team. Mm-hmm. But now it is literally the the perfect capitalist <laughs> machine and like the perfect yeah. way you would want to do a sport because if you were to redo all the major American sports, it would make more sense. Like I live in San Antonio, obviously we have the Spurs. It would make more sense to have you know all like you know five professional basketball teams here that mm-hmm. each that each region, like you said, and this is. This movie like ties in, like you said, it's really cinematic, and this ties into such a cool small ass. This minute is an hour, and this movie is an hour and thirty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. It is paced beautifully. It is an easy. I watched a little bit at lunch again today because I was just like, this mm-hmm. this movie rules, and it it is amazing to me that there are not more soccer because it is. I mean, it's a fairly easy sport to film. I would say mm-hmm. again, like Ted Lasso looks great on screen. Like if yeah. you hire people, and it's um, it's stagnant. It doesn't require like um, like with baseball, like throwing or hitting a ball. Like that can be weird. You can't mm-hmm. plan that. Football's so physical. This seems like besides basketball, which I think is probably the best sport on on camera, unless like it's mm. Teen Wolf. Um, <laughs> yeah, or or bowling. I mean, let's listen. King right. is perfect. I think this is it, especially with how the popularity of American soccer. I I just I yeah. can't believe there's not there's not more soccer. And maybe maybe Ted Lasso is the 
you know, and there's a lot more to Ted Lasso than it being a soccer mm-hmm. show. Right. But, right. But maybe, maybe that's the key. Cause it's, it's crazy to me that there's not more soccer. The yeah. only sport that I think is less represented and might actually be more represented is golf and golf is incredibly challenging to film. Yeah. So I think one of the, one of the great things about it from the, I'll give one one on each side of, of the, the pros and cons on this. It, you're totally right. It looks incredible. That's one of the reasons why Bill Simmons has said this for years. Bill Simmons says a lot of stupid things, but he's totally right about this. Um, one of the reasons why uh, uh, soccer is taken off here as as much as it has, and somebody out there is listening is like soccer is terrible, but whatever. <laughs> um, the it it looks awesome in HD. It looks so cool mm-hmm. on your. It doesn't matter if you have like an awesome eighty inch ridiculous Samsung TV or you have a crappy. 40 you know whatever it doesn't matter it looks awesome the green on the screen looks incredible and you can you get a great camera angle you can see everything that's happening and it's really great on that front um and that's a huge part of of kind of the boom over over the last two decades that that soccer has had here the tricky part i would say is the i think one of the reasons why baseball looks so good on film uh, as far as movies and tv go is because you and it's the same with boxing. It's because you can, in a, most cases, you can take it down to one person versus one person, and that looks good on. I may have said this on the last time I was on the show, but like that looks good on camera. Um, and it is. I think the key is it's easier to make a pitcher squaring up against a, a batter or two boxers in the ring look real than it is to make a whole football field and 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 uh you know and and 12 players or whatever uh look real or five on five on a basketball court look real or and I think probably the same applies to soccer. You could probably do it a little bit better with soccer because soccer is so much much uh, is so much about the the build up. It's football is, you know, 10 seconds of of action break, 10 mm-hmm. seconds of action break. Basketball is I think is the hardest because it's just constantly hockey same thing I I would say is the same but like it's constant constant movement all the time. It's harder to make that look good unless you have 10 actors who are also like legitimate basketball players and know how to how to do stuff. Soccer is more about small action that then leads to a burst of energy with a big action and that kind of thing. So like it could be easier to pick up on. It's something that needs to be done more of. And I, I think surely we're going to see more of it with have to. world cup coming in 2026 and Ted Lasso and all these sort of things. I would imagine that this is something that, that I imagine we're not the only ones who are, you know, talking right now of like, we, we got to figure out how to make a soccer movie or soccer TV show or whatever. But I do get that. Like, to make it look real is is more difficult than it might be for 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 boxing or baseball or some of the other maybe some maybe most of the other sports. I don't know. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, and you know, kind of something I've championed on the show is that if you if you're gonna do sports movies like this, and especially like at most everyone there there were former soccer players in this cast and like a lot of the extras, like you have to surround as many of these people as you can with athletes because that stuff just comes through. Um, like I look at, I look at a movie like coach Carter is a great example of how to do basketball is they, mm. you know, they, they pick they pick some act like Rob Brown was a strong actor, but with a basketball background, he'd been in fighting Forrester and stuff like that. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the young Channing Tatum, but Channing Tatum is a really good athlete. Um, right. you know, between coach Carter, he's, he's good. in um, she's the man and stuff like that. And then they picked a lot of guys who could hoop 
and yeah, totally th- like right. that that right. that stuff helps um but yeah, yeah I, I just think with the popularity of the sport and then like getting into this movie um you know i, I, I hall of fame all-star starter bench warmer for you this is a um, i would put it as a it's not Hall of Fame. It's certainly not bench warmer. It's it's probably it's a starter. I think it probably helps that there's not there's so few soccer movies, and so there's nothing the to compare that, it to. Yeah. I don't I don't have another soccer movie that's like this. Uh, so I would encourage you to watch Victory. It's very cheesy, um, but it's it's pretty it's it's a blast, uh, and I, I enjoy I enjoyed that movie a lot. But, but yeah, there's not a lot to compare it to, so it, it gets a it gets a boost on that front. Um, it handles the uh the world really 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 well and i that's that's something that like i love about ted lasso same kind of thing is it's that show and 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 the people behind it are smart enough to recognize that uh you know like these guys probably aren't great soccer players so we don't need to focus so much on the soccer it's gonna be more about their lives and their interactions and all this stuff but we need to make sure this is what I was worried about Ted Lasso coming in. And then within two episodes, I was like, no, they totally got it. We need to make sure that we have like real knowledge and respect for the world that it's operating mm-hmm. in and not just like dumb American is in soccer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, So this is the same thing. It's like um, minimal soccer stuff, like actual mm-hmm. on, on pitch uh, soccer stuff. It's all and quick like, cuts, quick cuts, yes, lots quick of goals, quick cuts, some, yeah, some, ar- some, some, what looks like archive footage, things like that. Y- yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and get out of that stuff as much as you can. But like, we need to, to if you're going to tell this story, you have to be able to be willing to kind of get in the weeds and talk about relegation and promotion and the different levels of soccer in, uh, English soccer and, uh, in the football league and like talk about like the league cup without stopping down to explain what the league cup is and all this Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So I think it gets all that stuff really gets it right. Gets it really well done. Um, and it's, it is well acted. It's, it's pretty. So yeah, like I think it's, I think it's a solid starter. This is a, this is a good sports movie. I don't, it's not great, but it's a good sports movie to me. Yeah. This might be a recency bias thing and just generally that I am soft with grades, but I, Mm -hmm. I think I would give this an all-star like just because of how pleasantly surprised, like, how how fresh it felt to me i think just because of soccer um just because like over the course of doing this show i've watched a lot of sports movies that like that don't do exactly what you just said give credit mm-hmm. to the world mm-hmm. around it like i feel and in i'm glad to hear you say that because like again i know a, enough about you know a decent amount about the premier league and stuff like that with the you know the book i read and just mm-hmm. general knowledge but like it's good to hear you say that they took special effort because to, to me, it felt like they, they took effort to understand the world and have okay. an understanding of how yeah, things work. Exactly. Like that, that, yeah. that felt good to me. And then like on the, the Sheen performance, I, I thought about doing a deeper dive into, into Brian Clough and who he is and watching interviews and things like that. Um, and I decided against it. Uh, Cause like I'm, I'm watching the character that this man is portraying. Yes. He's doing an imitation. And I've, you know, I've, I think on this show before I've kind of complained about 
And I, I, I think you have to that, you know, how often best actor goes to someone who's just impersonating a person. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like we might be right. headed for that, you know, this year. <laughs> um, although this is this is someone who has decided to make this person themselves in all <laughs> in all forms and fashions. But um, yeah, he but, didn't need to die in a toilet. I think personally, that was died. Austin Austin Butler eat uh, eat peanut butter jelly and bacon sandwiches coward, um, but yeah, but this like it just seems like, I mean Michael Sheen is nails in most everything he does. Like that guy is a chameleon. I I love Michael. Where are you at on Michael Sheen? I love Michael Sheen. This is the hard thing. This is the hard part for me. I hate Michael Sheen. I hate really him. and and I don't have a reason for it. It's a weird. There's just like, you know. <laughs> Have y'all done Step Brothers yet? I need to be. That's no, a sports the, movie, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, all movies are sports <laughs> movies, but yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you, you know, when Rob Riggle's like, is talking to Will Ferrell, just like, I just, I just hate your face. I just want to punch your face. And he's like, is there something I can do about that? He's like, I don't know. Can you, can you change your face? It's, there's something about Sheen that like, he's a very good actor. Yeah. He's very good in this. He's perfectly cast in this. So like the smugness and the, all that kind of stuff that he brings to the table, he's he's great in this, and I fully recognize that it is about me, not him. I I there's just something about him. I'm like I just want to punch his face. I oh just, man, I don't I don't is, know? Is I don't it know internalized. Why. I don't know why. He got to have a kid with Kate Beckinsale. Is I mean, that, that probably doesn't help. Um, <laughs> but like I, you know, you know, when you think of an actor, whether you like the actor, you don't like the actor, great actor, bad actor, whatever. At least for me, and then maybe this is just from watching a thousand. Uh, movies over over the last couple of years but like when I think of whoever most of them maybe not like George Clooney like George Clooney is just a beautiful man and yeah. you see like George you see him in a tux like when I think of George Clooney anyway. mm. but like most of the people I kind of like the 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 characters that they have played flash before my eyes or the back of my head really fast as I'm like gonna make my point or whatever it may be and with Michael Sheen it's like I just I see uh I see his character in Twilight. I see oh, I uh I see his that. I don't know if you ever watched Thirty Rock, but he's the most obnoxious character on Thirty Rock. Um I I see all of these like characters where I'm like, man, he's really good at being annoying. And then I think my brain just then tells me he must be annoying as a person in real life. I don't know. There's just something about it. I'm sorry. So yeah, so we're on we're on opposite sides of the field because when I see uh-huh. him in something, I'm like, this guy is gonna elevate my experience. And, and this, like, <laughs> I love. I, he puts this movie on his back, yeah. and I, I think it's an he's inc- great. I, I he's think great it's a fantastic yeah. performance. But like, yeah. I look at um, you know, looking at looking at his rundown. Like, listen, he's been in some bad movies. Uh, mm-hmm. you know the the last two Twilight movies, you know, um, <laughs> you know, like people are indifferent on Tr- on Tron Legacy. I kind of like it as an experience. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but he's got an mm-hmm. interesting like mm-hmm. mid character part in that. Yeah. Um, Tron coaster opening in April, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Disney yeah, World. Bump, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Frost Nixon is fantastic. Great in lo- Frost Nixon. Love, yeah. love yeah. Frost Nixon. Um, I'm into, uh, I'm actually into Underworld. Okay. Um, I, I, I like that. But, um, in, in this movie, I, I was enthralled by him. Uh-huh. Like, th- th- yeah. this is probably Frost Nixon is still probably the, the best thing I've seen him in. Um, I've actually, I have not seen The Queen, I will say. But, um, for, but, uh, I, I was enthralled by him, his interaction with people. 
Um, yeah. The relationship with with uh, Timothy Spall, who I also thought was excellent in this movie. Um, the I don't know. It was such. And I wonder if it helps that I I decided I didn't watch anything from Blind Clough besides what's in the post credit mm-hmm. in the in the credits. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, this this is a character, and I am I am in. Yeah. I'm fully bought in on this. I think he's great in this, and I do. I really, as somebody who I might be the number one Michael Sheen disliker um, in in all of uh, <laughs> the, movie podcasts. The Silky Johnson of Michael Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, even still, like he's freaking perfect in this. He's great. He's really, really good. And it's 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 not dissimilar to like we're gonna. I think we're gonna do um a Frost Nixon episode at nice. the end of uh, this upcoming year. Um, for the VIP, he's incredible in that movie. And part of it is because David Frost was kind of annoying. And so like it, he's he's very good at um at sort of embodying these characters and it's just i don't know it's just something about every time i see a movie in which he pops up it's like i have to sell myself on it it's like my initial reaction is just like ugh, this guy and then after a while i'm like no he's, he's very good i don't know why i dislike him i, I feel really bad about it to be honest but um well, it, it helps that this character is, there. is not unlikable but he is certainly yeah, uh, someone who rubs people the wrong way. The, for sure, Brian yeah. Clough can't read a room for shit. Yeah, like, there is for uh, sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I also I need to shout out Michael Sheen in um in uh, Seven Days of Hell or Seven Days in Hell. The uh, it's the Andy Samberg and Kit yes. Harrington yes tennis uh-huh. spoof uh <laughs> yeah. a, a sports movie. I I need to man I need to cover that. Um yeah. the the IMDb trivia uh is is not really a rich text um uh. The, the film has been criticized by the Clough family as they state it was not a true story of events, which is like, fine, it's a movie. Right. Yeah, whatever. Um, there's only one casting thing. According to published reports, Kenneth Branagh was considered for the role of Don Revie. Okay. It could have been interesting. But I like Cole Meany in that role. I, I think, think Cole is great in that role. And he looks like awesome, he looks yeah. like the guy. And like Cole Meany, yeah. Yeah. Cole Meany looks like a guy who would coach a dirty soccer team. Oh, for you sure. Yeah. <laughs> like he just kind of... Yeah. Gotta <laughs> have that edge to him. Um, By the way, uh, English soccer was freaking brutal at this point too. Like that is very looked, realistic too. Looked just tough, how nasty. It was. looked like yeah. a tough, a tough scene. Look, uh-huh. you know, um, yeah. not a fun time. No. Yeah. Uh, and then the film clearly implies that Brian Clough was set up by Yorkshire TV when Don Revie suddenly appears in the studio at the last minute after Clough's sacking. Mm-hmm. This is untrue as Clough knew that Revy was also supposed to be a guest on the show. So when I was watching the movie in the moment, I was like, seems unlikely that the TV station would risk <laughs> sacrificing their relationship with this guy who they're glad is coming on and be like, by the way, surprise, here's your mortal enemy in your lowest moment of your career. <laughs> React. Yeah. Yeah, it's very uh, that reporter in Atlanta with Trey Young situation. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it was a strange setup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that reeks of movie dumb. Yeah, oh sure. yeah, makes makes sense for cinema. Uh, let's take a quick ad break and then we'll get back with three up. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so three up. Uh, things that worked about this movie. What, what, what to you, what's the top thing? Like, what, what makes this movie hum? Uh, I think you're right. As much as I dislike Michael Sheen, I think his performance is fantastic, and he he just he hits the notes really well. Uh, that's number one for me. Number two, again, I really appreciate that. It, I, this is clearly like a super British movie made for British audiences. Not <laughs> I have a note that says "looks so British, but in a good way." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was looking. I think it like got released i mean it was in like no theaters whatsoever here um it made and, under a million dollars maybe really so. yeah exactly <laughs> maybe really so but it in doing that in being extremely british it gets all of the soccer stuff done right mm-hmm. and really has um competence and respect in in the concept of like the league cup and the the table and uh the 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 situation that the Darby County finds itself in um, at the beginning of the movie with the, just the ramshackle kind of uh, the setup and, and the, the grounds and everything. It's fun that it opens with them like talking with him on the phone with the chairman being excited about playing uh, leads, knowing that they're just going to get obliterated because it's going to be just going to generate funds. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that is a very, even to this day, that is a very no, like, that's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. There, there are these clubs that, when they get a certain link through uh, FA Cup or or League Cup or whatever, are just like, we know we're not going to win this thing. It'd be cool if we could make some freaking money mm-hmm. off of it, you know. By the time because this can this can keep us going for 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 years um, off of this. That still is 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 a thing today. So love that stuff. Think that gets it really well. And uh, man, I love the the, the like super duper british cast that yeah. this thing has the top like, tier super yeah. duper british cast <laughs> yeah were you in harry potter awesome we need you for for this thing so uh I, I dig that i think it's super fun so good uh so your your michael sheen thing is like the reverse stephen a smith meme that you're like skip i despise michael sheen i can't stand <laughs> michael sheen when i see michael sheen on screen i want to puke However, <laughs> yes, it's totally true. It's totally true. He's great in this. He's great, great in, in, every, this. in most things that he does. I just, I don't know, yeah. something about his face. Great in this. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously, I, I wrote that down. Um, you know, I, I think he's amazing, and the the relationship between him and Timothy Spall's character, I think that that's a fantastic tandem. Um, I love, and I curious your thoughts. I, I love the the format the storytelling format of the the flashbacks that they like how they mm-hmm. they start with him taking this lead job they give us that intro and how they they have this this like you reference when them playing leads this start like it plants the seed of what mm-hmm. led to just this bitterness this single snub yeah. <laughs> that destroyed this right. man. Right. <laughs> the, the ultimate, the ultimate 
<laughs> the ultimate, and I took that personally. Yes. Yeah, that's... Uh, I remember when I saw this for the first time, and I wasn't really... I wasn't following EPL. I certainly didn't know, you know, the history of, of Leeds United and, and, uh, and Darby. Um, and had never heard of, heard of this person. And I like read the synopsis and I'm like, what are we getting? I mean, it's 44 days. Like, what are we getting into here? Mm -hmm. Like, is he just, you know, how does this happen? Is he, I, you know, and then, uh, watching the movie, I just think that there, there's a real, it feels like there'd be a real likelihood that instead of doing it the way that they did it with the flashbacks and the, um, the sort of small moments that take place over the course of those years to build this like kind of rivalry. That's really a one-sided rivalry. Mm -hmm. Um, it could have just so easily been like, what's we're going to spend. All right. We got 95 minutes. We're going to spend 65, 70 on those 44 days where he's just being an a-hole for mm -hmm. the whole time and like just be making a fool of himself. And that's not a fun movie to watch. No. I, I don't know. It might be accurate, but that doesn't mean that it's, it's something that is going to be in, in enjoyable um, in any way. And so, uh, yeah, the first time around I was like, man, I didn't, that was a really cool way to, to do this thing and, mm -hmm. and to tell the story um, in, in a way that makes it feel livelier and and certainly more interesting than just here's essentially here's here's a list <laughs> here's a list of all the slights that we, <laughs> here's, that here's we had to endure with this guy over the course of a month and a half you know yeah and it's it's so um it's so interesting how they they plant the seed of this this grievance and then they show all these moments of kind of like you mentioned of this how it's influencing this man's life, which then just leads to this blow up with his right hand man right before he takes the lead job. And it, it's, it, I thought it was so effective. Like, and like you said, it really just a one man, right? It is this man in his head. Yes. being <laughs> yes. Rivalry, like right. letting, letting this all consume him. Yes. And who hasn't had that, you know? I mean, like just, oh, sure. it's, it's usually I would, I, I don't know. I would say, it's less likely to be somebody that you actually have um, like a professional, like long-term professional relate quote unquote relationship with, but like, you know, who hasn't had the, I don't know, like an internal <laughs> rivalry with somebody that cut you off in traffic or yeah. that you play pickup ball with and you're just like, I freaking hate this guy, you know, or what, whatever it is, whatever it is, that's a very human thing. Um, and to have it come out on, on national television like that is such a like that's kind of terrifying in a way like that's yeah. kind of like a, a nightmare scenario um and yeah really a lot of it is like i now see except if it was you and i it'd be like a nightmare yeah. and it's like i now see the air of my ways that i got <laughs> carried away and brian clough yeah. is like you know what? Yeah. I, no, I will. Air, I, yeah. I will tell national TV <laughs> that I am irritated over a snubbed handshake right. from yeah. six years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a. This probably will come up later, so maybe I'm jumping the gun. But like, when, 
when Revy is just like, no, I would never do that because he literally like it doesn't he doesn't register with him at all in the moment. And so he, uh, he yeah, hasn't a, thought about walking past Brian time. Clough yeah. in, in the 30 seconds, like 30 seconds after he did it, it was already out of his yeah. mind. He didn't come up once. Didn't even register. It's yeah. the scene and not to jump ahead to bed, but when he calls him in the middle of the night and it is like the bitter most thing. And, and yeah. Don Revy just literally like fan him like who is this like i don't even know yeah. who you are <laughs> like well, it's yeah. literally the thing you did you took everything from me yeah. i don't know who you are right right and and also like kind of offers him a little bit of grace in that situation mm-hmm. just says you're drunk you need to get off the phone basically yeah like it's a like i the movie's point is there's a lot of stuff that that it's a movie whatever and then the the real life i think you know he he comes out well ahead of revy in the in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. but i think that it was kind of it's a little bit important for the movie for revy and i think i guess what i'm saying is for for that final scene to work you need this moment here i think or it's at least like a nice pointer scene of Revy just kind of letting him off the hook because for him he doesn't matter, mm-hmm. and that it just builds the like the, the one sidedness of of this issue that that's gonna blow up at the end of the movie. So I kind of like that. I like that. I didn't really notice that first time around. Uh, I don't remember noticing it anyway. But second, th- this this watching, I was like, that's kind of a, a a low key important little little moment for him to just be like, just look, dude, you're not even. I'm occupying clearly. I I am. I have. I have. You know, rent free space in your head, but like. Don't even. I barely even know who you are. Yeah, like it doesn't register. I. It's important for us, even though this is our main character, and and because of, because of that, and because the the good things we've seen from him, we like we're conditioned to maybe inherently root for this person. It is important mm-hmm. to get to that final point and being like Don Revy, while maybe running a you know having run a dirty soccer team at one mm-hmm. point, like is not a, is is not the villain here. Is not the, is yeah, not the totally. one in the wrong for sure. Um, do you have a strikeout, like a worst aspect of this movie? I, I found it. I didn't think there were many aspects that, I mean, they cast Michael Sheen, but other than, no, I'm (laughs) kidding. kidding. Sheen's so good in this. No, I, I, uh, this is one of the rare movies that maybe could have been a little bit longer, um, which I I was so rarely say at this point. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, I was gonna ask you, there are movies that I will finish and say like, man, I would have liked to have seen a little more. I rarely say, I, I I rarely say, oh, this was just too short. Especially mm-hmm. like you you know this, especially when you're watching movies all the time to like right. do a podcast. Like it sometimes <laughs> it helps when something's a little short. Yeah, but I I did find myself thinking I I would have liked to have seen more more flashbacks, more something. That that being mm-hmm. said, I thought it was paced really effectively. Sure. Yeah. But, no, um, I for sure could've. for sure. I think some of that may too just be. I really love this sport and this this particular iteration of this sport, like English soccer, is so much fun to me and interesting. And we get so little of of content on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably a little bit of yeah. I mean, I don't have a big criticism uh, of of the movie is as much as just like it's 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 nice to. I mean, I've seen so many movies lately where I'm just like, can we please? This is this is fine, but can we? We don't, I don't, I just don't want to spend three hours here today. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to move on. So it's kind of nice to have something that was a little bit, a little bit soft, but yeah, you could have added 10 minutes to this runtime mm-hmm. and gone a little deeper into some of those flashbacks or like the, the table and the way things work with the league. Like you could have done a little bit more of that. Um, and I don't think it would have overstayed its welcome. Do you think we saw 
what made him a good coach other than results? Because that, that's, that's one yeah. thing I was kind of thinking yeah. of. Um, and I was like, not knowing the story with Leeds at all, I was like, are we ever going to get a moment where he shows that he's got some some brilliance in the tank? And like, we see that Peter that Peter Taylor can identify talent and get them what they need. And he's able to, I mm-hmm. guess, just like spend the chairman's money and argue with them. And like, that's that's a strength in, in some way. But I, mm-hmm. it seems like he had to have been a good manager for that, like to, you know, pull a team up from the bottom of the se- second tier to, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the top league tier one champions or whatever it is. And I, I don't think we ever get a moment where it's like, Oh yeah, th- this guy, this guy is good. We hear actually from the leads players, what that like brief glimpse of when they're like, Don Revy has, you know, tact like has our tactical mm-hmm. sheets and he has the mm-hmm. scout team playing like this and things like that. And we're like, Oh wow. So he's not just like a dirty coach. Like this man is a savant. Right. And we don't really, we we don't really get that from from Brian Klopp, and that that that's a, just one thing that I was kind of disappointed with. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't really thought about that, but it 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 kind of all boils down to Peter Taylor finding guys and this sort of like general notion that um that his teams are going to play pretty football, are going to play uh the the beautiful game, not. Mm-hmm what most of English soccer was at that time. And to be honest with you, I don't know the history well enough. I'm far from a, you know, like a soccer expert or anything. I don't know the history well enough to be able to tell you like, here's, here's what they were doing to kind of answer that question in my own head. So you're right. And, and maybe the flip side of that is like, what do you do? What do you say or show in three minutes, let's say of screen time that like, that exemplifies that, that shows you like what a, you're right. Like with, with, with Revy of like, he scouted players. Like he actually had, he's wow. What crazy. He scouted things like now, you know, um, (laughs) we're getting scouting reports for like, you know, little league teams and stuff, but like, um, the, uh, yeah. So like, I don't know how you put that on film, but maybe you just have a little more narrative of addressing like this is how we're building to the to our moments. This is the shot we're looking for. This is the kind of football we're gonna play beyond just it's gonna look good and it's not gonna be dirty. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how yeah. you do that, but but you're 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 right. There is something to that. It's like we know that he's a great soccer coach because they win games, and that's kind of it. We don't really have a lot to back up. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, as far as like three down or anything else that didn't work, I, I again, I, I didn't have a whole lot. It was kind of, you know, I, I, I also I try not to harp on this too much in general. I understand that some stories are certain story. Whatever, th- this movie pretends like women don't exist for the most part. I, I, I'm not sure a woman has like a, a line. I think like Klaus' wife is uh ha- has a line, and then um mm-hmm. Spall's spall's wife is referenced and i think that's kind of it that was i kind of like i found that interesting but again like it's such Mm -hmm. a brief movie there you know maybe deleted scenes or whatever and then other than that is any piece of grass in england in the 1970s not muddy (laughs) (laughs) no no it's an ugly game man ugly oh goodness the 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 laundry in england must have been destroyed it's an. It really is an ugly game. You should. Maybe you have. We we talked about Vinnie Jones uh, a lot. Um, it's just like a recurring thing when I come on the show. You go back just YouTube, uh, his like quote unquote highlights. Um, from when he was a player. It's, 
I mean, it's ugly, man. It's like it's just so. It's like every single player is Bill Lambeer or something. I mean, it's <laughs> it is it is awful. It is awful to watch, and and the fields look terrible. And uh, it's it's not a it's not a pretty it's not a pretty sport. Um, at this this time of 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 the of the sport in, in England. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it is funny. It's just like, well, there's a mud pit. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah. It's, it's like every time they showed it, it's muddy. Yeah. It's yeah. pouring down rain. Yeah. It's like guy getting stretchered <laughs> right. off covered in mud. Yeah. Um, yeah. And blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough, tough scene. Um, okay. Speaking of scene that go through best right. scene, I'm going to kind of run down some, some of the ones that I found, you know, that, that I found were, you know, my favorites, you know, you let me know if I, I missed any of your favorites. Um, I thought the introduction to to Brian Clough was very effective. Like mm-hmm. the him and his kids driving down, he goes and does the TV interview first and then meets with the the guys from Leeds. And his one pitch is that he'll be so good that no one will talk about Don Revenue. I think it tells you a ton about the character. Yeah, it's a great sequence. Great way to introduce a character um, and... And yeah, just give you every you know you know everything you need to know about him. Uh, we're, we're a minute and a half into the movie, and you're like, "Yep, I got this guy pegged. I, I know what he's about." Yeah, and then um, on, on the same thing of knowing everything about him when when Darby plays leads because you get the first time you get the the lead up to him wanting everything to be perfect. He's cleaning parts of the the stadium himself. He's mm-hmm. setting up the wine for his post-game drink with, with Don Revy. And then yeah. the initial snub is just crawling at him the whole time. He's taking mental notes of every dive, every dirty play, every mm-hmm. slight. And it's like, okay, you can see this, like this filthy, it's like inception. It's like an in inception. They talk about like this idea could come to define him for his whole life. And like, he's mm-hmm. being incepted by Don Revy of just like, have a have a life full of hate and that. Mm-hmm. so I, I i thought that was yeah. i thought yeah. that was great yeah i think that rules for sure mm-hmm. yeah that's great um the the bedside hospital conversation this kind of jumps quite a bit but between pete and uh pete and clough after pete has uh i guess a heart attack watching watching clough deal with reporters mm-hmm. and it's finally them it it's having the first of two conversations where Pete is essentially saying, like, you are you are letting this rivalry destroy your life and, and ignore things in front of you. And then the resignations thing, when they turn in their resignations and he's expecting the board to, to turn on the chairman and instead they they fire them or they accept right. the reservations, yeah. is like uh, the what are you gonna do stab me meme. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. When he yells like, you're not supposed to take the resignation. Like he's so he thinks he's so much smarter than everybody else. And he's got this all planned out and it doesn't go his way. And yeah, it's it's a it's a good scene. Yeah. Um, The scene where he has it out with the leads players before where they're walking into the arena for a training Mm -hmm. um, when he basically just tells them, I don't have to justify myself to you. And that's when you finally know as the viewer, this isn't going to work. Yeah, his the whole bit of like I scored two hundred and fifty one goals and two hundred and seventy four appearances or wh- you know whatever it is, and it's just like, I mean, you played a lot of sports growing up, you probably had a coach like that at some point yeah. along the line, and it's just you, even like if you're like fourteen and you get that guy, you're just like, oh crap, here we go. This is we got Uncle Rico as our coach, <laughs> and it's. 
He's going to make everything about him. I think the only coach I've ever had like less respect for is the the, the type of coach that's like screaming at you just a red mm. ass all the time about like conditioning especially and it's like dude you can't you couldn't walk half a mile without dying. you know that's the coach that you can't stand but this guy's probably second on the list it's just it doesn't really matter whether you're it's little league or high school or or in this case the pros like when you hear that it's it's over man mm-hmm. it is over for, yeah as far as your respect for that guy goes yeah i've never coached pro athletes i've never coached at a high level i didn't play at a high level or anything like that. But I feel like coming into a new to coach a new team and the first thing you tell them is yeah. everything they've earned, they cheated and they're a bunch of cheats and they should right. throw all their right. throw all their medals away. Tough scene. I yeah. that's that's not the tact I would use. Yeah. It's not I would not recommend it. Yeah. 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 Not 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 great. Um that Last two scenes that again, this is a, a Pete and Brian scene. The the argument by the beach, um, one just it, it's a it's a hallmark of the scenery and the set pieces of this movie are mm-hmm. incredible. They great job there, and then this is two, in my opinion, top tier character actors throwing a hundred miles an hour at each other, just just having it out, which I appreciated. No ambition. That's the trouble with you, Brian. Too much ambition. Too much greed. Too much everything. Yeah, you knock it, but it's done you proud over the years, hasn't it, my ambition? Without me, you'd still be in Burton bloody Albion. Yes, and without you, I still have a job in Derby. A job and a home that I love. Oh, yes. You're the shop window. I grant you that. The razzle and the bloody dazzle. But I'm the goods in the back. <laughs> and without me, without somebody to save it from yourself, Brian fucking club. You're not just half. You're nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. Don't make me laugh. What does that make you then, Taylor? Something. For sure. For sure. It's great. Great setting. Brighton Beach side is is beautiful, and it's it, yeah, it's really cool. And uh, and like finally, like letting these two guys like kind of go out because you can. It's obviously it's like kind of bubbling for a while under the surface, like this tension between the two of them, and you know that it's not going to stick because of how they they set everything mm-hmm. up with with him going by. You know it's coming. Um, it it kind of it it meets all of the expectation of like this is what was said, this is what was done, and and uh, and and why these two guys can't get along anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the final scene I had is uh is the end of the Reeve and, and Clough on TV. Like the I I wrote down this is the British soccer movie version of the the diner scene in Heat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome meet. to see the two. Yeah, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and we we kind of talked about that at length. Like that that scene rules. Uh, did did I miss mm-hmm. anything else that that you know that you find? I I thought those were the the heaters. Yep, I think those are all those are all perfect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would go. I would go with the TV scene. I think that's the best scene in the movie. Yeah, it's a great scene because it's it's like he's he's really kind of vulnerable in mm-hmm. that in that moment, and and it's like he he starts talking, and then he realizes that he's sort of talked himself into a place where it's almost like you can see on on his his face. Um, I should stop. I should stop saying this, you know, but he, but he can't, I probably a, because we've seen through the course of the movie. And if you know anything about him in real life, like he, he's a talker, he's a guy who's going to, mm-hmm. you know, stick his foot in his mouth and that's okay. Cause that's just kind of 
part of his whole deal. But also like a little bit of like, I'm probably never going to, I may not ever get an opportunity to say what I has been eating me up for, for the last decade. And it's weird that it's happening on national <laughs> TV instead of just two guys talking, you know, but like, this is kind of where we're at at this point. So I don't know. I think that's a great scene. And, mm-hmm. and there's like this little, little pause. Like I kind of feel, I think like kind of right in the middle of a sentence where he's trying, you can tell he's trying to decide, am I going to say this? Am I really going to say this? Yeah, I think I am. And I, I don't know. It's a cool, it's really, really well done. Really well done scene. Am I going to tell these people how petty I am? Yes. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Yes. And like, I mean, they, you know, they they teed us up for this, knew exactly what they were doing in terms of let's hold these guys out of the same room until mm-hmm. the, the final mm-hmm. frame of the movie. Right. And that right. and again, and it's the biggest defeat Brian suffers in the movie. Don just deny. Hey, I, I definitely didn't shake your hand. And it's just like when he didn't shake his hand. As soon as they cut, as soon as it's over, he's off. He's mm-hmm. he's already right. he's already forgotten about right. it. And it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for best quote, this isn't, um, this isn't like a ultra quotable raw, raw sports. Really? The only things I, I wrote down was just telling off the chairman with the last thing you say, say, start signing some fucking checks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then when he is getting, uh, they're having the players meeting with the guys from Leeds and, uh, St- uh, Stephen Graham, the great Stephen Graham. Uh, mm-hmm. says you know i think i think we could speak freely if if you know clough could leave the room for a little bit and mm-hmm. then his trainer guy comes up to him as he's outside the room and he's like what's going on and he says the last two words of every story that's ever been written is what's going on <laughs> the fucking end uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah those are good um there's a mo it's when he's talking to like the leads chairman guy not the the Darby guy, the the Leeds guy, and he he says something like, "I hired you to do this job because I think you're the best young manager in the country," and he says, "Thank you, I'm the best old one too." It's <laughs> a great, it's a good little little line. Um, and then there's another spot where, or the very beginning, when, I think it's when he's on the 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 TV interview at the very beginning, um, and he says, "I wouldn't." This is just. He says, "I wouldn't say I was the. I'm the. I wouldn't say I was the best manager in the country, but I'm in the top one." It's like, <laughs> oh my god, this is so Michael Sheen. Like, yeah, it's, 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 really well. it's, so, it's so Michael Sheen. It's not Brian Club. It's Michael Sheen. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Um, most athletic moment. Um, haven't done a lot of actual sports movies lately, so this is this is. I mean, and but this is one again, kind of like you said, is it's not a ton of soccer action. Like, you know, there's some, some cool goals. There's not, there's, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a standout athletic moment in this movie. Yeah. Maybe like the scene when, um, when Leeds, uh, no. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry. When Leeds comes to, uh, to Darby right before they go to, to, to Europe and they just like purposefully destroy the physically just beat Mm -hmm. the crap out of them. Um, and that's a, that is the most like muddy waters just flying everywhere. <laughs> Guys are just like getting bodied and, and being carried off on stretchers and stuff. Uh, that's probably as, as good as it gets athletically in this movie. That's like a worry that this field might be, might turn into quicksand situation with <laughs> yeah. how muddy it is. Exactly. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, Lenny Harris pinch hitter award for best supporting character. I would say obviously Sheen's in it too much. Um, I would say probably Timothy Timothy Spall isn't too much as his right hand man. 
Um, other than that, it's kind of like it's kind of wide open. I like Colmini a lot. Colmini um, is and and yeah, I that's who I lean. Uh, Jim mm-hmm. Broadbent is uh, Chairman great. Sam Long. Always. The problem with Jim Broadbent is Horace Slughorn. Is because now that's I true. just see him as bumbling. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to be like, but but but, but Brian. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. True. And that's then, true. yeah, it, the, the line that he has when he's like telling him off and he's like, uh-huh. who actually runs a football team? He's like, it's the chairman, it's the money. And then it's the fans and it's the local, whatever. And in the end, the one we could all do without the fucking manager. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, that's a great line. Uh, yeah. Broadman's great. Um, call me. I have this weird, <laughs> it's always funny to me because I don't know what your, your, uh, introduction to, to Colmini was but for me he was the sort of cheerful engineer on star trek the next generation um when i was a kid and then he's mostly just been a just a total jerk in every single thing that he's done since then and it's always there's always like this part of me that's like when i was nine this guy was super nice and gentle and, <laughs> and kind and every single movie since then it's like I have to remind myself, oh, no, no, he mostly plays these guys. Like, he's mostly just kind of angry. And uh, I have to do this weird adjustment uh, every time. But, yeah, he's great. I always love when he shows up. So I can't remember if I saw Con Air first or if I saw Get Him to the <laughs> yeah. Greek first, two movies okay. that were yeah. miles yeah. apart. But, like, when yeah. I, you know, when I went to saw him. But he's... <laughs> <laughs> jerk like dick yeah. a- fbi agent oh, or yes. dickhead yeah. dickhead father yeah like con air was probably the first time that i saw him outside of that role on on star trek and it was like it was glass shattering like oh my gosh what's happened <laughs> like really this guy like he was so ni- he was so nice <laughs> he was so and, nice and, and now he's giving john like he was a fun guy to get a beer time. with and oh yeah 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 um, the Peter Gallagher Award for the hottest person in this movie. No, no this, there's no. They're all too British. This is they're not a movie British. to yeah. showcase hot people. No, there's no. no th- this is not. This is not the move. There's there's no one in this movie who is hot. No. Um, and no, anyone, no, there was no one in England during this time. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, anyone sorry, who's England. possibly hot is covered in mud. So there's. Yeah. Just- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Best time, worst time over the course of the movie. Hmm. You could argue that Brian Clough has both the best and the worst time. I think so. I think that's probably the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I think Don yeah. Rivy has has the best time. Seems like over the course of the movie, literally until the post credit scene when you see what actually happens to him, he wins a bunch of titles with Leeds, and then he becomes the the manager of of England's national team. That's a win. yeah. I think he definitely um, enjoys. <laughs> I think he definitely enjoyed Leeds Leeds not being good under. Uh, under Clough. Uh so yeah, I think but I think that I think I think the right answer is 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 Clough. I think um he's having a really good time until it's real, real bad. Mm-hmm. And and the things that go bad go bad real, real fast and not so good. And uh that's that's I think he's probably I think he gets both both sides of that. I don't know who else I don't know, maybe maybe uh, Billy Bremner is having a good time just you know, knocking heads and just trying to murder people in the mud and stuff. I think he really enjoyed that. Yeah. So yeah. Clearly that. that, that game where they have the, <laughs> the leads match where, uh, where Broadbent wants him to bench some of his starters and then they, uh, he doesn't leads injures multiple of them. Bremer looks uh-huh. like he has had the best time maiming people. Yes. 
Yes. I think he had a lot of fun during that. Yeah. yeah. What is, who is Stephen Graham to you? Like, what do you, what do you think of? I think of Al Capone from Boardwalk Empire. He is, he is just like character guy for mm-hmm. me. Cause like, I can't, like, I, I think he's somebody who's like, he's the guy that I saw him most recently. So it was, it was, uh, we watched uh, Ma- the Matilda musical uh, a-, a few a few days oh, ago. Oh, how was that? Was, you know what? Kind of dug it. I, I was. <laughs> oh. I'm not a huge musical guy, but like I, it, when they're done well, I I really I I really I think it's I think they're really well done, uh, and, and I enjoy them a lot. Um, my wife is really into music. She loves this kind of stuff. My son is like sort of somewhere in between us. Um, I think I liked it more than either of them did. That really? was not what I expected going in. Yeah, I think I, I this good, this might with it. this might be family movie night this weekend then. Cause we, yeah, dude, it was fun. It, it's the like the music is good and the um and the kids. I mean, most, you know, kids are terrible actors, but no, yeah. they're all pretty pretty solid. So that was, rules, uh, man. I'm into that. Yeah, I was. In, I enjoyed it. I will say, just a slight spoiler. I don't know if you. <laughs> Maybe this didn't dominate your TikTok for you page like it did mine. I was for sure that the girl in the the red hat was like the main character or something. Not at all. She's barely in the you TikTok led me to believe that she is like a prominent feature through the movie. Oh yeah, the one from the she dance. She is not like the at all. Dance no, that... she's in the movie for like like a minute. I mean, it's it's it was very surprising. Was not, not many people have made have made more out of a minute than that. Than oh that yeah, she owns it. It's incredible. Yeah, it's totally incredible. that, that anyway, rules. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of fun, man. It's How about kind of that? Um, okay. This is this is a recent category ad. The Keith Morrison Award for could an aspect of this movie be turned into a dateline episode? <laughs> I I don't I don't think so. Um Yeah, maybe all the scandals that happen after the fact. Yeah, like, uh Don Don Revy, whatever he's getting up to in the the kingdom is uh uh-huh. in the Middle yeah. East is like Yeah. That I mean, yeah. That's another thing. Like, how is that not a movie? Like, soccer coach getting embroiled and all that. So, like, bring it to uh, me. I mean, I I think the reason is because soccer is a very corrupt sport, and so like, <laughs> if you're gonna get into it with, because like, even uh, Brian Clough, like, his whole the last uh, decade of his or nah, the last few years of his career, it was the same thing. Like, he also was. A potentially corrupt person and was doing some shady stuff. I don't think it was the same as Revy with like the Middle East and whatnot, but there was some. If you go and look at his his Wikipedia, it's like it basically ends with spent the last decade of his career fighting off um, the <laughs> the charges of corruption and doing shady fraud and shady <laughs> stuff. So it's like it's pretty prevalent in in uh, FIFA and and UEFA and every every other aspect of of soccer you either um, die a hero live long enough to see yourself become the <laughs> yeah, villain yeah yeah or you get real rich from, no, or, from dirty yeah. money in in cutter or you, you know? yeah he's I mean, about to say or you get paid off by a, a a small nation willing to uh wanting to host the world cup and seriously to have yeah. slave labor build have it. you have you seen that Netflix? Did you watch that Netflix series on on uh, on FIFA and, and the World Cup, the Cutter World Cup? I did it's, not, but I will say okay. a lot of the reporting around it, heading into it, oh, yeah, I am someone yeah. who has liked the World Cup in the past. Like even though I don't watch uh-huh. a lot of soccer, and it it really soured me on wanting to pay attention. Yeah, it's a hard thing. You have to just kind of like enjoy the sport and not anything else. That's like the actual gameplay of the sport. And yeah. Not, 
not anything else. I like, mean, listen, the, I, I, I watch major league baseball, a sport right. that just loves yeah. to shoot itself and like step on rakes. Yeah. Major league I baseball mean, is the Eric Andre meme of like right. shooting, shooting himself. And like, why would, you know, why would <laughs> they do this? There's almost nothing that is clean, you know? I mean, that's just to be real. Like mm. it's, it's uh NFL is you're just anyway, uh, don't to get into it, but the, the Netflix special or it's not special. It's like a little series. Um, it's it's too long. It's two episodes too long. It should have just been like a like a nice two hour movie documentary instead of a docu series. That's pretty. It's pretty good stuff, man. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot in there that will probably make you insane. Um and but it's good information as well. I'm so. sold. I'm sold. I'm in. Um, last few categories here: roster moves. Which character would you replace with Airbud in this movie? <laughs> I, always, I always forget about this. Um. <laughs> I mean, I think the one that's the most fun is to <laughs> is to, to replace uh, uh, Stephen Graham, Billy Bremer, <laughs> and just let him just wreck shop. Like, let Airbud just player, start crushing baby. skulls, and yeah, I think that would be fun. He just turned; he goes dark for this one. Uh, that's, that's I I think having Airbud be Don Revy because at the end. Brian Clough is getting is getting upset at Airbud not shaking his hand and Airbud's just barking with subtitles of no I shook your hand. Yeah. Okay, that works too. I like it. The, I since implementing this category, I've discovered that that swapping out characters with Airbud works with a lot of uh-huh. characters in most movies yeah. and it's it's almost always funny. It's just I just want to see him get really like go full soccer goon. I think that would be really funny. <laughs> Airbud, the dirty soccer player. It's a good bit. Um, okay, so the, the big chill. This this movie being more of a character study, I don't think mm-hmm. gives you a big chill moment. And it, um, it's, I, and I don't think like I don't think it's trying. And, and I mean, yeah. you correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's trying no. for one. No, I don't think so either. I I would. If there is one, I think it is that little moment that I talked about earlier in that interview in the final scene and the the sort of soft pause realization of like I'm about to say a very stupid thing or at least a thing that that I probably shouldn't air out publicly like this. And that's not it's not a big chill, it's not goosebumps, not anything like that, but there is this like uh, like almost Jason Bateman, like tiny pause <laughs> between the two parts of his sentence where he's like, when he goes into it and you're like, that's an interesting little, I, I mean, I didn't go back and like watch the actual interviews. I don't know if that's him just doing the, what exactly happened or if that's acting, you know, or whatever. But I think that's a, that is a kind of important little touch moment yeah. to the, to I the end of that. Those boys down with my own hands. You just went to Leeds with no thought for the club, no thought for the players just on some mad personal vendetta against me. Well, are you surprised? What else was I going to do after what you did? What did I do? Come on, Don, you know exactly. January 27th, 1968. See, I even remember the date. You came to Derby County, uh-huh. third round of the FA Cup, and you refused to shake my hand. Never. No, a ma- matter of principle, I always shake the other manager's hand. No, you shook Peter Taylor's hand. And my trainer, Jimmy Gordon. I probably didn't see you. No, you saw me, Don, but considered me beneath you. Looked down on me and dismissed me just like you did every other club and every other manager in the country. Never would I knowingly refuse to shake your colleague's hand. No. But you're right. It's not really, it's not exactly, um, you know, 
you want to have a catch or any yeah. of these things that that we we typically look for in a in a sports. Movie. Yeah, there's no there's no goal in this one that is like right. Oh, right. you know, because we're not, we're not we're not overly invested in any of these teams winning. It's, mm-hmm. it, this is a, mm-hmm. this is a character study, sure. and, and, and it's fine. This this movie didn't need a big chill mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, final category before more restore prequel, sequel, or remake. Obviously, like this movie's recent, like a remake isn't on the table. It's, I, I think this is all just kind of like to come full circle, just what we talked about, just like more soccer movies. If you mm-hmm. were to do a yeah. sequel about Don Revy's dealings in the Middle East, like sure, mm-hmm. fire it up. It's just more like this content. At least you, you can make good movies out of this content. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I don't know. This was on Netflix for a long time. I I I hope this made someone money. It's too it's so good to not make someone money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think a you're totally right. More soccer content would be awesome. Um, I would like more to maybe be a little specific as far as it relates to this. Everything that happens with with Nottingham Forest after this is fascinating and. And that that is who the, Clough and Taylor yeah, go to after yeah. this. And like the I again, I love I love soccer, I love English soccer, I love the EPL and all this sort of stuff. The 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 downside of it because of the and it, and it is, it's because of the money and the 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 people that have bought into this. You have so little chance of something like Nottingham Forest happening again or Derby County happening again um at this point it's it's almost an impossibility to the point that like one of the reasons why i chose i'm an everton fan which i do not recommend it is very stupid (laughs) and and one of the reasons that i chose them is because in the history of 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 uh first tier soccer they've never been relegated and so i'm like i'm safe like they're gonna be part of this because at the time when i pick my team especially like if they get relegated i will literally not be able to watch their games like it will be impossible to do so now it's not because of espn plus if you if you're rooting for a team that's that gets relegated you can watch every single game on every single match on espn plus the next year i know i'm rambling but like my point is i picked a team that is just outside the the big 6 uh of of manchester city manchester united uh chelsea tottenham arsenal and liverpool it's just like just on the other side of that, we have zero chance of ever winning anything. <laughs> like <laughs> short of like they're up for sale sort of right now and sort of getting some a huge influx of gross, dirty, Saudi money. Yeah, it's like it, it, there's almost no I chance. Learned from that, that's what I learned from that book is that with with this and I but I think one like oddly kind of the benefit to American sports is like if you land, if you're a team and you land one of these owners that mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. a Russian oligarch or a Saudi billionaire or just <laughs> someone who's like, I want to, I want to win, brother. Yes, they can make yes. that. They can make that happen. Versus in a in American and in, in mainstream American sports, there are very few owners who like the salary. You know, NBA and and NFL are kind of different. Like this, mm-hmm. I fully believe that if there was no salary cap in the NFL, the Cowboys would be awesome. <laughs> um, especially the older Jerry Jones that gets the, like the closer mm-hmm. he gets to death, the more money he'd be willing to spend to, <laughs> to win a but couple like, of Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like ba- baseball is the most disappointing thing in the world. Cause there are like mm-hmm. three owners who are like, 
Yes. You know, yes. hey, listen, brother, bring me those free agents. And the mm-hmm. rest of them are like, oh, but my right. money. Right, right. Um, right. Whereas, whereas soccer, at least, like, is like, there are a lot of people trying to win, but yes. like, like you said, it makes it makes it very difficult because that's that's one of the cool things that like the film almost glosses over. It's like you just you watch you watch that montage of Darby going up the the tier two standings uh-huh. and then yeah. getting into the Premier League, getting or yeah. you know tier one at the time, getting their ass blown out, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. eventually winning. And it's like what right like how it's is, how so is it? cool like, what yeah. an incredible yeah. what an incredible story that we spent five minutes on yes and it's almost it is almost impossible to do that like leicester city won uh the epl i think like 20 2015 2016 one of those it doesn't matter something in there and that seems that was a huge deal at the time it was like holy crap this really is happening and it seems, I mean, that was, you know, whatever, six, seven years ago. It seems impossible, impossible mm-hmm. now. So all that's to say, I'm sorry, I took us on a on a no, no, no. This is there. but, what but we're here the for. it's in the the late. So EPL started in like ninety two, ninety four, somewhere in that range. Like the actual English Premier League soccer. Before that, it's you know tier one, first division, second division, third division, all that sort of stuff. Like those last that last decade decade and a half of of the league of the t- the tier system and then the the first decade of EPL before the money got insane it's a really fascinating portion of uh because the the game is getting better it's 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 going away from what we saw in this movie this like hideous dirty ugly soccer and becoming more of a finesse beautiful game um, and as, but at the same time, you have like real opportunity to go up the table and to, for Nottingham Forest to, to win back to back titles because like two decades later, Nottingham Forest got relegated, like not just like they got relegated, like they were like dunzo, they got double relegated, like, and, and were not a, they just came back up this year, I believe into EPL. It took all this time for them to go they they bottomed out so badly it takes so long for them to be able to push back forward um so i just think i think that there is a, i don't know maybe it's just me but i think there's a market for like interesting stories about the history of uh english soccer maybe spanish soccer and, and italian soccer and french soccer and german soccer and all that stuff too but like as more and more people like me go from I really like soccer to I'm actually pretty obsessed with this and this is the thing I watch more than most of the other sports that I grew up watching and stuff um I think that there's enough of us that would like to and Netflix has enough money to like mm-hmm. throw out a, a, a force a four-part series on Nottingham Forest in the late 70s early 80s or uh you know Darby County or 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 even things like Manchester City is like one of the most is the most dominant team in in English soccer right now for the most part. And two decades ago, they were relegated because they they were terrible. They were so bad. And like, let's get more on that. Let's see yeah. some of that history. If you want to do it in 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 documentary or docu series fashion, cool. If you want to do it more movie style, like narrative, cool. That's fine too. Whatever. But I just I just think that there's more. There's a lot of meat on the bone that that just hasn't been been plucked off at like at at, at all at this point. Well, and so many genre movies are 
follow successful formula and right. and you know and, and repeat and with with soccer you can take formulas that have been used for other movies like mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like all those formulas like baseball movies they've tried like everything it seems like right, you know right. and, and they're but like with so like weirdly the first thing i thought of when you when you talking about nottingham forest in this this incredible rise and these back-to-back titles all the way down to the depths of being double relegated like mm-hmm. That kind of reminds me of Goodfellas or Casino, sure. In a way, like it, mm-hmm. you know, at the end, like like if Nottingham, like Nottingham Forest, getting like in the process of getting relegated is like Henry Hill driving the car with the mm-hmm. the helicopter mm-hmm. over his mm-hmm. head, or like yeah. ending up in in witness protection. But it's like you ride that theme of a sports movie. If you can have one narrow or like one single character, or one focused storyline of someone who rides this entire wave. And mm-hmm. see it through their eyes and something like that. Like that would be in that would be incredibly interesting. Right. Yeah. For sure. Because sure. it, it's a formula. It's a formula that's worked in other movies. It's worked yeah. in sports movies. Team that you know. Yeah. A team that's uh, you know, like what? What am I? There is one that I'm. I I can't place, but it's like uh. You know, Lords of Dogtown is kind of like that, where like teams mm. together and then everyone breaks up and it's it. Sure. It, I don't know. So any anything. I mean. Yeah. You're, well, I, I mean, mean, you're just you're just yeah, right that there's so much meat on the bone, th- and that's the other thing too is like in the last few years, um, soccer has been really has been has been um, shown really well in in things like uh, like hard knocks. Like we have like Wrexham mm-hmm. was a huge hit last year, and there's a there's a Netflix series that's got two or three seasons. I can't remember. Um, called Sunderland Till I Die, which is incredible television. I mean, just that is that is like on my oh. need to watch, like f- my recommended forty. Like I, every time I see it, like I watch the trailer and listen to the chanting. I'm like, this seems uh-huh. so right up my alley, and I just can't find the time. It's so good, and it's. I mean, it, if you if you've ever watched Hard Knocks, then you know the beats of what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. And Sunderland is a great example because Sunderland was like a. Uh, they won they won stuff they won silverware you know and and they were you know like a a constant in at the top tier and and now i think they dropped i think they it was either i don't remember anymore it was either third or fourth league i mean they have just like plummeted and now are like slowly trying to build their their themselves back up my my point being We've we've sort of used soccer and all or nothing is on Amazon every mm-hmm. year with a different team. We've we've taken the the hard knocks thing and applied it to soccer with incredible success. It's just it's funny to me that that the dramatization, the sports movie, that that all these other kind of things that that we've we've seen. You're just exactly what you said. Like we know the formula for all this stuff. It's mm-hmm. not that hard. It's funny to me that that hasn't been applied yet to. Uh, a, a sport that and a market that I think is 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 pretty daggum big, and I don't know if it's just Hollywood doesn't think that that um, Americans understand or care about soccer, and maybe they're right. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not the one that is you know you're not spending my money to make this kind of stuff. So, um, and you'll definitely have somebody who comments and is like, soccer is not even a good you know whatever. But like, so maybe maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. But it, it seems like to me like it's something that would be pretty easy to. Um, to do and to make more of and and anyway, mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious to see what that looks like over the next few years going yeah. into that 26 uh, World Cup. 
Yeah, and I mean, in like the you know the broadest view, like Ted Lasso is uh, mm-hmm. soccer major league, right? And totally, it's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so roll roll out different versions of that, and I think, I think you, I at least I'd hope that you'd see you'd see a lot of success with that because sure. I yeah. I I you know I I'd just be surprised if they didn't, but. Brian, this I mean, we'll, let's let's treasure the the good soccer content we actually have. That's right. I That's always right. appreciate you coming on the show. Tell the folks again where they can follow you. Yeah, man, you can find me on Twitter at Beagle Twelve. Uh, you can find our show Mad About Movies um, on all the podcasts and social platforms, and spread the floor also on all the podcast platforms. I don't remember what our handles are for spread the floor because they all have to be weird. So uh, to avoid other. <laughs> Uh, spread the floor <laughs> accounts and stuff. But uh, anyway, yeah, check check those out. Give us a subscribe. Tell your friends if you're basketball, especially um, if you like basketball at all. I, I think we do a pretty decent job of, of having smart basketball conversation that's fun um, and try to do the same thing with, with movies too. So come come uh, drop that subscribe there. That, uh, that Twitter thing is a good time for me to remind the person who has the inactive at Big Screen Sports Twitter handle to delete your account, coward. Drives me crazy, man. Oh, uh, man. Crazy. Like, like uh, it's the bane of my existence. Uh, Elon could but, have, like, one great day if he would just announce, hey, if, you, if you've got an inactive account and you want to apply for it, just do it. We, we'll take them today. Yeah. You have one day where the news cycle is not what an idiot you are. Like, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Be awesome. I, I'm not holding my breath there. <laughs> Uh, if you enjoyed this episode of Big Screen Sports, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Rate and leave a review if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want to support the show and vote on movies for this show to cover it, like this episode. This one was, again, picked by the Patreon group. Go to patreon.com slash bigscreensports. And if you are a baseball fan, check out my interview series from Phenom to the Farm. That is presented by Baseball America. Comes at you every other Tuesday. And as for Big Screen Sports, we'll see you next Monday. Thanks for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.